We're going. Okay, thanks. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, people of, of the Facebook verse. Um, my name is Atticus Schaefer. I'm Patricia Heaton. You may know us from our TV show, The Middle, on ABC, uh, in honor of our 200th episode, which is going to be airing tomorrow night, Tuesday, uh, at 8 on ABC. We are going through a box of deliciousness, which is a bunch of pictures from over the years. And uh, we have some questions on the back that we can discuss with you guys. You guys can find out a little bit about us and about uh, our time on the show. And here's a picture from season four uh, with me and uh, Atticus. And uh, the question is, how has your mother-son relationship evolved over the years? And I think, you know, during this, this picture just reminds me of how worried Frankie always was about Brick and his, his whoops and his whispers and his inability to socialize properly and there was a lot of trying to fix him and at this point in their relationship um, I think Mike and Frankie have both sort of accepted who Brick is and um, kind of just go with the flow at this point. Absolutely, they nourish, uh, they nourish Brick and they, they support his uniqueness and, and that's kind of where he's been nowadays and, uh, and it's fun, I wanna see Brick maintain that mm -hmm. and especially with the relationship that Frankie and Brick have. You right. Know. All right, let me, let me do one here. Uh, this one is from Brick's um, graduation in season seven. Um, and the question on the back of it is, without giving any spoilers away, where do you want Brick to be in 10 years? Wow, okay, so mm. know that I don't know what the last episode of the show is gonna be. We're, we're only uh, beginning our 13th episode today, so we still have a ways to go. We still have things to, to learn about the characters, but I would like to see Brick, uh, I'd like to see him you know, graduate college. Uh, I, I think he was back in the pilot. There was something where Frankie was saying, Brick is this unique personality. He'll probably invent some kind of mm -hmm. wrench or something. Yeah. I would love to see Brick be that, like the CEO of some company or he some invented Silicon something. Valley oh yeah, something, oh yeah, right? something, something yeah. big and GQ and intelligent and, and, <laughs> right. and uh, awesome. But then uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to see him marry. I'd like to see Brick be a dad. That would be a very unique yeah. thing to see, I think. Yeah. So, Excellent. okay. All right, let me take the next one. Sure. Okay, oh my gosh, season one, this photo from season one. Woo! Look at you. That was the pilot, too. Oh my gosh, ay, ay, ay. What first attracted you to the show and did you predict the show would go as long as it has? Uh, I, I read the script for the pilot and I thought this is the only script I've read since I did Everybody Loves Raymond where I feel the writing comes up to the Raymond level. And I think that in the nine years we've been doing this show, the writers have proved me right um, because the show uh, was great from the start and has just gotten better and better every season. And you said at the very beginning that you thought the show would go at least six or seven. Right? I, I did, yes, yeah, seven or eight. I was asked after season one wrapped, um, there was an interview that I did with Neil and uh, the question was asked, how many seasons do you think the show can go? And I believed in the show from, from episode one, which you see here. And I said, you know, I think we can go seven or eight. And we've obviously surpassed that now with nine Ooh. and uh, 200 episodes. Holy cow, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is like looking at this is making me realize like, oh my, we've been doing this for a very long time. Oh, wow. I want to show this picture because this is just, I think this really captures a good side of you. <laughs> That's attractive. This is very attractive. <laughs> Put that on an album cover. This is from season four. <coughs> and it says, what have been your favorite emotional moments on the show? Mm. Um, there was one where uh, we were taking, I think it was taking Sue to school and, and we had made such a big deal of taking Axel off to college. And then with Sue, it was kind of like, you know, an afterthought. 
and uh, she was feeling kind of uh, down. And um, I think I was talking to her on a walkie-talkie, and she was in the car behind us with, with Axel. And uh, I just had this, this moment where I got to talk about Sue and tell her how wonderful she was and how much she meant to me. And I got very emotional because um, I understood f that feeling of, like, you know you have a, always have made mistakes with your kids, and yet they, you, know, you want them to know how much you love them and how special they are. And so I really felt that about that that episode but it also made me think of all the kids on the show and you know just how I feel about them and working with everybody on the show and how special each person is so that was a really it's one of those things where I didn't even have to kind of come up with the emotion as you know I just said the writers words and the emotion came with it and that's the best kind of writing that's awesome yeah that's awesome here do you want to uh... oh okay um, this looks recent because I look a little heavier. Oh no, it's only season two. I must have just <laughs> been eating a lot that season. What is it about the Hex that have made them so memorable? What would you say? Ooh, um, you know, the, something that we've been talking about uh, quite recently is the legacy of the Hex, which is they represent and they're kind of role models for the hardworking backbone of our country. It's it's the flyover states, you know, it's the it's the people who are working two jobs, trying to support their family, maintain a marriage. Mm. A bunch of stuff is going on in the house. Um, you know, you've got uh, uh, the kids needing to go to school, but they have their own issues and they're trying to support that. And the parents are really trying to get the kids to be in a better position than they were um, at the same age. So having that legacy, but also having the <coughs> the lesson of it's okay to be unique. It's okay to march to the beat to your own drummer. It's okay, like in Brick's case, he's very intelligent. He loves to read, but he has his quirks. Um, I think that's what is so relatable for most people. And when we show the difficulties that everybody will face um, in everyday life, but we approach it from a sense of humor, love for one another, and then uh, uh, positive optimism, yeah. I think that really is, is what, what makes people be attracted to the show. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> this one is cool. This this is season one. Um, why am I blanking on her name? This Dork. is so bad. Dork. Oh no! Oh Betty White. Betty White. That's right. I, I knew it was Betty. Yeah. I forgot the color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is when I was able to work with Betty White, and this was such an honor for me. She was hands down one of the nicest guest mm -hmm. cast I've ever been able to work with on the show. She was my librarian, and even though she played kind of a mean. A grouchy character, she was the sweetest person to work with in real life. Um, this was season one finale. And the question is, we've had a lot of guest stars over the years, like Betty White. Who has been your favorite to work with? Um, definitely, I have to say Betty White. Uh, 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 there have been so many. I love working with, with even Mike's family. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm a big Pawn Stars guy. I love History Channel. And when we had Rick Harrison on the show and I was able to work with him, I was super starstruck. That was such a cool time for me. What about you? Um, I love working with uh, Molly Shannon, who plays my sister. She's so much fun. We've had her on a few times, and she's just a huge ball of energy and a real blast. Um, and Norm MacDonald is, yes. is really funny. He's such a funny, quirky guy and always has incredible, crazy stories. So he's yes. also a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Oh, look at Charlie, so handsome. This is from season two. What are some of your favorite Axel moments? Ooh. He's, he's just been so much fun from the beginning, mm -hmm. and 
you know, the poor guy w was only allowed to wear boxer shorts for like the first three years. And yeah. he, you know, he's just, he's actually a really shy person in real Absolutely. life. Absolutely. He's quiet, Absolutely. shy. He's nothing like Axel. Charlie is just, just a, a really lovely, quiet guy. Um, but I just love all the crazy moves when he's like gulping, um, you know, big jugs of milk down, laying across the island counter and um, all his boss co um, shenanigans, shenanigans yeah. his business endeavors and uh, and all the terrible insults he throws at Sue are Absolutely. so funny. They're, they're priceless. Yeah. They're priceless. One of my favorite Axel moments, this is reaching back and I think it was that season, season two. Mm -hmm. um, it has to be when Axel lost Brick in the corn maze. Oh, yeah. Because he realized how much he actually cares about oh, his brother yeah. and then they kind of have a brother moment. But yeah. I, I really enjoy the storylines where it's, where it's me and Charlie just doing something brotherly, um, whether it be the Heck Brothers barbecue sauce or um, Brick trying to get dating advice from Axel or something like that. And there it's, was one where precious. he was giving you girl, I don't know if it's aired yet, giving you girl advice. That, I think that I think that aired in in terms of handling Cindy or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so trying to win her back. Trying to win her back. Something that yeah. might be that might be the two hundredth episode. Yes. But yeah, no, that was a that was a beautiful yeah, episode. Yeah. That was yeah. that was incredible. All right, let's see here. What have we got? Uh, here. Oh, this is a good one. This is from last year. Yes. Uh, so this is this is a dinner scene, right? Yeah, it's a dinner scene. These are very interesting to film especially at this table because it's a round table and uh, the way that the camera has to be positioned you literally have to shoot completely 360 around the table and it's just such it an interesting <laughs> it takes all day and it's a lot of work yeah. but it's very rewarding when you're able to see it all put together and yeah. see it edited together and you go oh that 14 hour day paid off it <laughs> yes. was fun so the question is who would the hex absolutely love to have over for dinner Ooh. Well, I, I know this is um, this is Sue's hippie uh, activist boyfriend, played wonderfully by Will Green, mm -hmm. and he they were just I, I loved his character and 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 Sue who who kind of became a bit of an activist for a while, which our fans didn't really like, <laughs> um, but that was really fun. And in, in terms of I know Mike would want to have anybody from the Colts. I was gonna say yeah. yeah, anyone from the Colts. And Frankie would like um, the royal family to come over for dinner. There you go. And you know the only thing that's uh, the, one of the sad things about us ending this season is now that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are engaged, Frankie's not, you know, we're not going to be able to show that on the show. I know. Isn't that sad? Frankie um, literally almost basically stole a plasma screen TV from a, 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 a local store to watch the royal wedding of Will and Kate. So, um, so sorry we're going to miss that. I know. Brick would probably have the writer of uh, Planet Nowhere That's come over. Right. And then all the writers who translated it to other languages <laughs> internationally would also have to come over, yes. I think. Yes. Okay. Oh, there's the man. There's the man, season three. What are some of your favorite favorite brick moments through the years? Ooh. Um, there are quite a few. I love Brick's shenanigans. There, there's actually been quite a few episodes where Brick gets these little montages that are kind of like Charlie Chaplin-esque montages where he really isn't talking, but it's what he's doing that's funny. Like when he became a newspaper boy and he had to deal with that. And then also, uh, I think it was a recent episode that just aired where he's trying to get a new girlfriend. And so he's showing that he's available to all the girls in school and how does he do that. Um, those are always very fun to film. Uh, but I do have to say one of my favorites has got to be back in season one, an episode called The Block Party, uh, where Brick 
shows his intellect and shows his character um, and is witnessed through the eyes of Mike as they build a racing lawnmower together. And then uh, Mike actually sacrifices the lawnmower race win to get Brick to the library, knowing that that's important to him. And it kind of set the stage for the you do for family yeah. uh, theme of the show. And I also loved your um, The Spelling Bee. Yes. Right? Oh, The Spelling Bee was, spelling bee was where great. Where he gets to the very end and he's, he's just about to win it and he purposely throws. Well, I, I don't know, was it on purpose? I don't think so. I thought it was just you whispered. You I whispered, whispered the an last extra letter. letter. That's what it was. Yeah, yes, you whispered, I whispered the last letter, letter. Which, the, which then made the word misspelled, and so you lost. Yes. Yeah, which I yes. just I just thought was genius when I read that script, and I, um, the, you know, I just, I wasn't expecting it. It was fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. it was. It was, for sure. Yeah. How, are, how are we on time? Are we still good? Sure. Okay. Sure, sure. Okay. Let's see. Um, we need. Why don't we do this one? Okay. So we've got, we've got Sue and Brad here in season three, with what looks like a a burger cake. I forget which episode this is. Let's see. You recognize that? <laughs> I don't. I don't well, know. it's them with a burger cake and a cat shirt. So <laughs> sounds like our set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the question is, like Sue and Brad, the Hex relationships with their friends have always been compelling to watch. Which friendships on the show are your favorites to explore? Mm. Well, Sue and Brad are really great, as as this um, as he's just said, as Atticus has just said. Um, I well, gosh, the Donahues. You know, the, I, I don't think we've seen a, um, another, you know, family on a show where they're so annoyingly perfect, but they don't lord it over anybody. They're also the nicest people in the world. Absolutely. So they do everything really well. Um, and there was a time when we were supposed to be watching their house when they went on vacation. We actually started using their car and scraped it. And they were so nice about it. I mean, yes. this is how great this, this family is. Yes. So I, uh, interacting with the Donahues is really fun because they make the Hex look really bad because no, not only do the Hex do everything badly, but they kind of lie about stuff and try not to get caught, especially Frankie. <laughs> um, and, you know, the Donahues take it all in stride. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely they do. Yeah, for sure. All right. One more or a few more? Let's see. I think, oh, here we go. This is what we have to do. Got to get old Sue Heck in there. What are your some of your favorite Sue moments? There you go. Um, I think my, ult my absolute favorite one was Wrestlerettes when they came out and did that big dance number mm -hmm. um, and uh, in the school and um, and Brad comes out at the end. And it's just, it's just one of the best. It was that one. That's one of my favorite ones is the Wrestlerette stuff. And then they did one where Sue and Brad did their skit about the new girl um, yes. and welcoming the new girl yes. to class, the anti-bullying skit yes. that they did. Yeah. And I, I've not only have I watched that over and over, I've made my ki kids sit down and watch it just to show them what, what great comic acting is. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And for me, I mean, I'm reaching back to season one again, but the blind desperation of Sue trying to get on cross country by winning. <laughs> oh, yes. While so she's she, in crutches. That was the finale, I think. That was the finale of season one. And she's like crawling. She's got like crawling, grass in her grass teeth. Grass in her teeth. Gravel and. So, like shoeless. Yes. That was, a, that was a good one. Oh, my god. That was gosh. a good one for yeah. sure. For sure. Now I'm thinking we shouldn't end the show. I know. <laughs> now that we're talking about all these, I've great been moments. thinking that for a while, yeah. honey. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. But uh, anyway, you guys, thank you for joining us here to celebrate the 200th episode, to celebrate the show. Um, we could not have done it without you guys. Without you guys, we're nothing. So, thank you for your fanship. Thank you for your friendship. We love you guys. God bless, and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the season.
what he said. 